0: You are listening to the Ace, Alex Cardinale Entertainment Network, with your host, the crazy Alex Cardinale, from Springfield, Massachusetts. You can
1: expect the unexpected on the Ace Network. Now, on to today's show.
2: You are listening to the Alex Cardinelli Show here on Ace Network. The Alex Cardinelli Show is a talk show that will talk about anything and everything from WWE wrestling to movie reviews, to politics, to even current news and events. You will get your entertainment and news safe. Alex Cardinelli promises to deliver a quality talk show that you will enjoy. Alex will share topics you want to hear with a young man's point of view. So what do you have to say? Do you, the listener, want a piece of the action? Well, get in on the action by calling into the talk show at 1-347-989-8142. Are you ready for a fun talk show? Then let's get on to Alex Cardinale, who is live, right now, at Ace Network Studios. Take it away,
0: Alex. Live, right here, right now, on the Ace Network, it's Saturday Night Live.
1: live on this Saturday night for two action-packed hours with some comedy and entertainment with great segments such as Idiot of the Week, Saturday Night Spotlight, where we will discuss anything and everything you love. Now, let's get on to the fun. Saturday only comes once a week, so let's get live right now here on Saturday night. Live from Springfield, Mass., in the A-Studio Network, is your host, Alex Cardinelli, and live from Oregon is the man they call Jeff, a.k.a. slashmaster 1989. The awesome co-host. Let's get it, boys.
3: And welcome live to Saturday Night Main Event, live exclusively here on Ace Network. I'm your host, Alice Cardinelli, and I hope all of you guys are having a fantastic weekend. Happy Mother's Day weekend to all the lovely mothers out there. And if you're a mother listening to this show, thank you for tuning into the show today. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to my show right here on Blog Talk Radio. I really appreciate that. So today we're doing our third episode of Saturday Night Main Event, which is actually a pretty fun show to do on a Saturday night because it's a Saturday night entertainment and Saturday night fun show. And I guarantee you, you guys are going to uh, like this show. Now my co-host Jeff and I have put a lot of work into today's show And we are going to deliver a quality show today That we feel you guys are going to enjoy So today we're going to have our famous 10 minutes of fame Where Jeff and I will be talking about whatever's on our minds And then we're going to review WWE Monday Night Raw And WWE Thursday Night Smackdown from this week And today we're going to complete our San Francisco Fire Captain interview today um, as Mr. John Lowe finishes his interview, and today John Lowe will be discussing his time as a firefighter and sharing stories about being a firefighter with all of us tonight on the ACE Network, and we're also going to have movie trivia time where we will be playing some movie clips for you, the listeners, to call in and guess, or you can post your guesses in the live chat room. And we've got a couple of brand-new series, or excuse me, a brand-new segments debuting on tonight's show. We have the listener interactive segment, where you guys can call in and answer our question. Plus, we have a new segment called Assholes of the Week, where we will talk about people who are just plain assholes. That'll be pretty funny. That's going to be a, a cool... Part of the show, and then of course, as usual, we got pranks of the week, idiots of the week, and Saturday night spotlight. So I can guarantee you, you guys are going to like today's show. Now, if you do want to call in, make sure you dial one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. The number to call in tonight is one three four seven. Nine eight, nine eight one four two. If you want to talk, you have to dial one. That way, I know you're going to be brought on live to the show. So you can call in to have your own five minutes of fame, or be a part of our first ever listener interaction segment. That's going to be great. So, let's go ahead and get our wonderful Saturday Night Main Event started. I can guarantee you this is going to be a great one. So, let's bring on my great co-host, Last Master in 1989, Jeff. How are you doing today, sir?
2: I'm doing good. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing fantastic. I've been ready for this Saturday Night Main Event for a couple weeks now. I'm really, really, really happy for this show. This is going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to it. How about you?
4: Yeah, it's going to be Awesome. Great. So let's go ahead and get started
5: with our first segment of the evening. Well, oh, it's time. It's time. It's 10 Minutes of Fame time. Your
0: host, Alex and Jeff, will both have 5 Minutes of Fame right here, right now, on Saturday Night Live, right here on the ACE Network. What will Alex and Jeff have to say for the next 10 minutes here on Saturday Night Live? Let's find out, ladies and gentlemen.
3: All right, so for my five minutes of fame today, I decided that I was going to take five minutes out of my show and give tips for fellow Blog Talk Radio hosts and new Blog Talk Radio hosts. Because last month I had a couple people who listened to the ACE Network and they were interested in having their own podcast here on Blog Talk Radio. So today I'm going to take the time. And explain how you can have your own show on Blog Talk Radio. And I'm going to give you some tips on how your show can be pro- professional and be successful. Now, also, um, I will be having a show this coming Wednesday with a guest who is very popular on Blog Talk Radio, and he has a lot of experience in hosting successful shows here on Blog Talk Radio. So we'll be more in depth on Wednesday. But for right now, This is only a quick five minutes of fame that I'm going to talk about for today's show. So here we go. Here are my tips for fellow Blog Talk Radio hosts and anyone who wants to join Blog Talk Radio. Here is how you can have a successful podcast. For me, as a host, I always think quality over quantity. Do not worry about listen numbers or listen counts, nor episode numbers. Because if your show is not quality, you may have a thousand listeners, but if your show is not quality, those listens are going to go down. So make sure you have quality over quantity on your shows. Because if your show is quality, you're going to increase on numbers. Your quantity is going to pick up if you have quality of shows, I guarantee it. Okay? Very, very true. So make sure you have quality over quantity, and if you have quality, you're going to get quantity, all right? Now, second, I would not recommend using a cell phone to host shows because cell phones have bad connections. I would use Skype or a microphone. In June, I'll be getting a Blue Yeti microphone, which is perfect for hosting podcasts. So I listen to some podcasts here on Blog Talk Radio, and I can clearly tell that they're using a cell phone just by the way their voice sounds and the way that the um, the voice is hearing through the phone. And... Your listeners are going to hear that you're using a cell phone to host a show. They're going to hear some of that background noise, and they're not going to listen to your show anymore. So make sure you either use Skype or a microphone to host your shows here on Blog Talk Radio. Again, this is really important when hosting a show. Try to limit the background noise. Do not breathe heavily into the microphone or make sudden movement or sudden noise on your microphone because people are going to tune out of your show. It is really annoying. When I first got into block talk radio, I worked with a guy whose voice was really annoying and um, it was really hard to sit there and listen to him talk for two hours. So make sure you don't breathe heavily into the microphone or have all sorts of background noise on your show because they're trying to make your show as professional as you can. And when you listen to professional shows on FM radio, most of them don't have heavy breathing in their microphone or anything of that nature. So if you're trying to uh, have a professional show, keep that in mind. And you should always do your shows in a quiet room if it's possible. But if not, just make sure that uh, you have a good quality microphone. Now, don't be afraid to do things that some people may not like to better your show. What I mean by this is you're here to host your own show, not to make every other host smile. Remember that Wendy's doesn't stop promoting their hamburgers or creating new ones, even if McDonald's is right next to them. Wendy's is there to make money, just like McDonald's is there to make money. So radio show hosts should be the same way. Don't be afraid to do anything that uh, you think might hurt another host's feelings. You're here to host your own show. And my last three things I want to talk about are quite simple. Um, If you're looking to... um, increase your numbers, your listen-wise, then I personally would recommend putting your shows on iTunes, Stitcher, and believe it or not, YouTube. YouTube works well for podcasting. Yes, it does. Trust me. My friend Andy puts his shows on YouTube. A couple other podcasting friends that I have uh, have their shows on YouTube, and I have my shows on YouTube as well. Now, iTunes and Stitcher Radio works on smartphones and cell phones, so automatically you're going to get listeners who have smartphones. That's a great idea. So if you want listeners, put your shows on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. And the last thing I'm going to tell you guys about, which I really think is awesome for Blog Talk Radio, and one way to definitely make your show more successful, is to go premium. It's only for the best. I mean, 30-minute shows are okay, but you can't really get all the accurate information into a 30-minute show. With an hour or two-hour show, you're able to pack in a lot of great information and talk a lot. A 30-minute show might be okay for like a religious show or a topic that you can't really talk a lot about, but I would go premium if I was a host here on Blog Talk Radio because premium is the best possible solution to have a great show on blog talk radio in my personal opinion and the last thing i will mention if you never need help while being a host on blog talk radio there are two facebook groups i'm going to tell you about the first one It's called the Blog Talk Radio Network Directory, which is owned by Roman Garrett and Catherine Waddell. They have a wonderful uh, group for radio shows on Blog Talk Radio. Matter of fact, Roman uh, is my, um, what do you call that, mentor when it comes to hosting shows here on Blog Talk Radio. I have learned so much from him, and Roman's going to be my guest this Wednesday on how to be successful on Blog Talk Radio. And the second one is called BTR Host. And that one has some uh, great information for fellow Blog Talk Radio hosts as well. So hopefully my five minutes of fame will help anyone who is considering becoming a host here on uh, Blog Talk Radio. All right, so that is my personal five minutes of fame. So, Jeff, what is your five minutes of fame for tonight?
2: I think I'm going to talk about people with big egos.
3: Good idea.
2: Now, what I think ego is, I think it's all about attention, you know. Some people crave and crave attention, you know, and it's just crazy. It's like a drug to some people. And what makes people egotistical is the fact that they might lack attention. And once they do get a little bit of attention, they want it and they want more. And I mean, having a little ego is not a bad thing because it shows confidence.
3: Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that.
2: People with a big ego, they basically have to display themselves as this amazing larger-than-life person in order to say, hey, look at me, I'm great, come talk to me, you know, I'm worth the time. It's really an advertisement if you want to look at it that way. Just like what I say, people with big egos, you just got to ignore them. You know, they're like a balloon. All egos have to either overfill or pop eventually, What's your thoughts on that?
3: That's a good uh, good t- topic there, Jeff. I agree 100% with you. And A lot of people have egos in this world. It's just a natural thing. I have an ego. You have an ego. But it's the way you control your egos. You don't go out there and say you're better than anyone or you're better than anything. You just go out there and prove it. And once you prove it, people are really going to say that you are pretty good. So I definitely agree with you on that, Jeff. a good topic.
2: Awesome. That wasn't really five minutes, but the best I got off the top of my head.
3: It's good, though. <laughs> All right, so any of our listeners who want to have their own five minutes of fame can dial in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, 989 8142 and you can discuss anything and everything, because me and Jeff discuss anything and everything. So uh, hopefully we will uh, have some callers tonight. All right, moving on down to one of our next segments for all of our WWE wrestling fans. It's showtime. Live right here, right now on the Saturday Night Live, your host, WWE fans. Alex and Jeff are going to recap WWE Monday Night Raw and WWE Thursday Night Smackdown right here, right now, on Saturday Night Live. So, WWE fans, get ready for some wrestling. So it's WWE wrestling time right here, right now, on Saturday Night Main Event on the Ace Network. And sadly, I'm going to have to admit, I actually did not watch wrestling live this weekend or this week. I actually had to uh, watch Monday Night Raw in the taping. I dvr Monday Night Raw this week, and I had to uh, watch it tonight. Um, But I did watch Raw, and I caught a little bit of SmackDown, so I'm able to review that with you guys tonight here on the Ace Network Saturday Night Live. So let's go ahead and recap Raw and SmackDown right now. So Raw kicks off with Randy Orton coming to the ring and talking about getting Seth Rollins back and winning the title, but Roman Reigns cuts him off and says he's winning. Orton says he's not just going to watch Reigns beat Rollins up, but Reigns says he doesn't care because if Orton is near him, he'll get knocked out. Orton says Reigns is forgetting who he is, but Reigns reminds Orton he beat him at SummerSlam. The New Day cuts him off and it sets up a match between the New Day and Randy Orton and Roman Reigns. And then we had the New Day versus Randy Orton and Roman Reigns with the New Day beating um, Roman Reigns and Randy Orton after Roman Reigns accidentally speared Orton. So that was how Monday Night Raw kicked off. And then we had Tyson, Kidd, and Cesaro versus The Ascension with Tyson, Kidd, and Cesaro becoming victorious. And then we had Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose, which was a good match, with Dean Ambrose getting the victory. But uh, Kane would make the main event match at Payback a fatal four-way match for the WWE Championship, adding Dean Ambrose to the match, and that would anger Seth Rollins really, really bad. Then we had Fandango versus Rusev, with Rusev defeating Fandango. We had R-Truth versus Stardust, with Stardust defeating R-Truth. And now the best promo and the best match of the night is right here. John Cena comes out and cut the promo about not quitting, and he says he will win at payback because he has passion. He says he will defeat Rusev at payback because rusev has no passion he just cares about winning a match but cena has passion like this whole crowd so cena starts his united states title open challenge and he is answered by Bret hart wwe hall of famer Bret comes to the ring and says he's only here to introduce a great wrestler then he slater cuts him off and says he's not losing his spot again slater mocks the canadian crowd and talks about how he's been screwed over but out of nowhere, Bret Hart cuts him and hits him. And Sami Zayn makes his WWE Raw debut, but John Cena would defeat Sami Zayn. And Nikki Bella and Brie Bella were attacked by Tamina Suka and Naomi as Tina made her WWE return. And then we had Bad News Barrett and Sheamus versus Dolph Ziggler and Neville, with Bad News Barrett and Sheamus picking up the victories over the, over the faces. In the main event, we had Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns, which ended in a no contest as Ambrose came out and hit Orton with a Dirty Deeds. So that was a pretty good Monday Night Raw this week. I actually liked the Raws in Canada, and I thought that it was pretty cool. And uh, it is pretty awesome to see Raw's in Canada. So that was pretty good. All right, so uh, Jeff, were you able to watch Monday Night Raw this week?
2: No, I I haven't really been watching wrestling. I've kind of lost interest in it.
3: Yeah, I do too. Usually I lose interest around, what do you call that, uh, after WrestleMania is over, but I decided to watch it a little for a little while, and I kind of liked it. But Raw was uh, pretty good this week. So yeah, I think I'm now out let's Grum. go ahead and
2: review. Sorry.
3: Oh yeah, you don't like wrestling anymore?
2: No, I think I'm a little too old for it, and I'm not really. I don't really like watching the men jump around in the ring. <laughs>
3: I kind of like it a little bit. I, I don't know if I would ever stop watching it maybe in a couple of years, but for now, I just check in on it every now and then. Yeah. But now we'll review WWE SmackDown from this week, and it starts with the new King of the Ring, Bad News Bear coming out and talking to Jerry Lawler about winning King of the Ring and mocking him for not being a real king. Wade Barrett tells him to say, all hail King Barrett, but Jerry Lawler refuses, so Wade says the interview is over. He implies he'll fight Lawler, but Dolph Ziggler cuts him off and says the only thing that's going to get dropped right now is Wade himself. Then we had our first match at SmackDown, Bad News Barrett versus Dolph Ziggler, and Dolph Ziggler won by disqualification, so then we got a tag team match, Bad News Barrett and Sheamus versus Dolph Ziggler and Neville with Dolph Sigler and Neville beating Bad News Barrett and Sheamus. And then we had Luke Harper versus Fandango with Luke Harper winning, but the shocker here is that Eric Roman comes out and turns heel by attacking Fandango a few times, then drops a knee and it's a full Nelson bomb before leaving. So maybe the Wyatt family could be reuniting. Then we had the New Day versus Tyson Kidd, Cesaro and Ryback with the New Day winning. We had Emma versus Naomi with Naomi winning. We had the Lucha Dragons versus Los Motores with the Lucha Dragons becoming the victors in that match. And then the last uh, thing for SmackDown was a contract signing, which ended up with Seth Rollins coming out uh, as the victor of that because Seth Rollins actually hit his finisher on all three of the opponents. So that is WWE Thursday night SmackDown. Review for this week I actually did not watch Smackdown this week So if my listeners did watch I hope you guys enjoyed Smackdown And uh, I hope you guys liked wrestling So that was this week's WWE wrestling review Now it's time For our guest interview Here on Saturday night Main event Now last time on Saturday night main event Our guest was San Francisco Fire Captain John Lowe And John Lowe talked about kitchen fires and cooking at the firehouse. Today, we're going to finish the interview with John Lowe, and I actually recorded this interview this week. So John Lowe is going to tell us about his time as a firefighter and share some firefighter stories. This interview took place this past Monday, and it is a great interview. And if you love firefighters, you're going to love this interview. So here it is, folks. John, do you watch Chicago Fire?
6: Yes, I have yeah, I have uh watched that and uh I, there are not that many pretty girls in the fire department, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's Hollywood, right you know, but yeah, there are some very uh really great fire, female firefighters, and uh you know there's some uh, great uh you know, uh, male firefighters as well. And uh, I think just like in any other job, uh, there, are, you know, there are people who carry more than their weight and there's other people who carry less than their weight. You understand what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Exactly. There are there's people in the culinary field like that. You might have one chef doing all the work when you have another chef in there eating everything. <laughs>
6: exactly exactly and the fire department isn't uh, any different from any other organization or profession you know uh you know we're all just human beings and uh we all have flaws you know so uh you know there's some uh, i love working with the, the two female firefighters uh, that i have at my station they're they're uh great workers they know their job and uh, they're very proficient at it you know but you know there are You know, some male firefighters and female firefighters that I probably wouldn't care to work for or with, you know. But that's okay, you know. We're on this road, this journey to just become, uh, you know, better people. Hey, but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you about a story, uh, a call that I went on uh, the other day. uh, Because I think you wanted me to tell a couple stories, right?
3: yeah yeah go ahead you can tell you can tell a couple right now if you like
6: yeah sure okay um you know most of the calls that we respond to um are medical related and when I mean by medical related uh i mean uh a gunshot wound a stabbing uh an asthma attack a severe asthma attack um uh allergic reaction you know to seafood or something like that or a heart attack strokes you know um yeah so those are the uh medical calls that we go go to and and just the other day you know uh i just wanted to mention this uh, one call where uh a 30 year old gentleman uh was trying to help uh carry some furniture uh For his female friend uh, up a stairs, so these two gentlemen were uh carrying a, a very heavy um uh clothes uh chest, probably weighing i don't know at least eighty to a hundred pounds up a very steep flight of stairs and it was only maybe fifteen to fifteen stairs, but because it's so steep, it made it pretty hazardous in the in the weight of the chest well unfortunately, what happened is that uh Uh, This 30-year-old guy was on the bottom, and his friend was on the top, and as they were going up the stairs, uh, somehow this gentleman slipped or fell backwards, and then the chest rolled down the stairs and actually struck his head, and he had a very uh, severe head injury. Uh, He was unconscious um you know and he had uh, a little bit of blood coming out of uh uh both ears and the back of his head and uh he was completely unconscious the whole time we were there treating him you know and and the reason why i mention this to you guys um is that we're walking around in life doing things and you always have to be have in mind safety first and it just breaks my heart that this guy has this really bad head injury where five minutes before we were there he was walking and talking and having a great time helping out his friend and 20 minutes later he's probably having brain surgery and I don't know what happened to this guy but I don't think it's a uh, I don't think his prognosis is going to be good, but I just really want to encourage uh, you and your listeners, you know, whatever you do, biking, cooking, moving furniture, I always think, what is the worst thing that can happen if I do something? And if I do this activity, what's the worst thing that can happen? And then I try to make take steps to eliminate all the big risks. Does that make sense?
3: Yes, it does. It makes a lot of sense.
6: And had this guy done that, I don't think he would have hurt his head. I don't think he would have injured, you know, slipped and fell. I think uh you know, if you realize that you don't know, say, hey, this thing's pretty heavy, we're carrying up some steep flight of stairs if somehow I were to slip or you were to let go of this chest, what would happen? Man, I'm on the bottom of this. I'm on the bottom side of this chest. There's no place for me to go. Maybe I need some more help. Maybe I need two guys on the bottom, one guy on top. Or maybe I need to tie a rope to this chest just in case if we fall, if it falls, someone holds on to the, uh, to, to the rope or something. You know, I may think that sounds a little extreme. Like, oh, why do we need a rope to... Carry a chest But That would have Saved this guy From having brain surgery You know And it just broke My heart I mean During this holiday season to, to see something like that Someone's Someone's life Changed just like that And their friends Were very upset You know That I don't think they knew How bad it was And we didn't want to tell them But You know She knew that He was still unconscious When she You know When he, when her friend Left to the hospital and you know, I'm sure she was hoping for the best. But anyway, please, safety first, always. But on the lighter side, I'll tell you a great story about a fire I went to. There was this fire before I got married um, uh, that I went to. Uh, this gentleman was a pos- was going to be evicted. Out of his uh, apartment building... For whatever reason... And so he decided to... Turn on... uh, The natural gas... On the stove... And blow out the pilot lights... So basically the whole... Upper floor was filling up with natural gas... And I think there was something probably wrong with him... Something mentally wrong with him... maybe depression or whatever... But he went to go take a bath... And I don't know... Maybe he was trying to commit suicide... I don't know... But anyway... The uh the natural gas found an ignition source. There was an explosion. The whole upper floor was on fire. Uh, you know, we got there, we're trying to um make a, a fire hose lead up to the third fourth actually fourth floor of this building. It's a four story building. And um uh the fire and the smoke began to bank down on us. It we could hear someone yelling in the background, "Help me! Help me!" You know, and but we couldn't get to him because the fire was too hot, you know. And we we're but we were able to put it out later on. But you know, he unfortunately um, uh, he passed away. Uh, but I guess part of the story later on, um, what happened is that I it was like three four in the morning, so it was pitch dark. I mean, there's tons of smoke. There's no light except for light from our flashlight, and I couldn't see where I was going. And so, what happened is that uh, we ran out of hose because uh, we extended the hose. We stretched the hose as far as we could, put out whatever fire, but we we needed more hose to extend it to uh, to continue to put out maybe hot spots where the fire is at. So. We had to send a firefighter down to get some hose to extend um, the nozzle. And uh, while he was going to do that, I wanted to go see where the fire went. And in this room, it was all extinguished, but everything was very charred. Every, All the walls and floor were, uh, were black and full of debris. And, and I saw a door there, and I was trying to go towards that door to see if the fire went into the other room. And as I was going towards the door, I was stepping over mattresses and debris and maybe a couch. And and I finally get to this door, and I'm looking with my flashlight um, at all the black charring on the floor. And then when I get to the door, it turns to white smoke. And I'm like, wow, that's sort of funny because I'm shining the flashlight on the floor, and it goes from black to white smoke. Black floor to white smoke. And I'm like, wow, that's just sort of weird. You know, and I wasn't sure, but they say, you know, in the fire department, you know, there's a saying that if you can't see where you're going, don't go. So what I did, I stood up in the door well or the door frame, and I'm looking out I'm trying to see where, you know, if there's any fire, but I couldn't see I couldn't see more than oh, 10-12 in front of me <coughs> because it was dark and all of the smoke And uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to take the next step, but, you know, something inside of me says, ah, don't worry about it, just go, you know, just go into the other room and see where the fire was. But on the safety side, you know, of me, it was saying that, you know, if you don't, you've been trained, if you don't know, if you can't see where you're going, don't go. And I was having this debate in my head, should I go or not go? Well, what ended up happening is that this uh, piece of paper that was on fire, like a maybe a magazine page or something like that, it fell in front of my face, <coughs> and as it fell to the ground, it kept on going down and down and down, and that's when I realized I was actually standing not in a door, but in a window. And oh, wow. had I took one more step, I would have fell four stories to my death.
3: Ooh, thank God you didn't.
6: Yeah, you know, I, I really, I really do thank God because I believe that burning piece of paper was sent from God as a warning, not to make me take the next step to my death.
3: Thank yeah, if you're thankful for that paper. It saved you. <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah Well, you know, God uses uh, Different things in our lives To uh, to help us out Whether it be people or a burning piece of paper You know, I, I definitely got the message That time
2: <laughs> Yeah I, I agree with you
6: <clears throat> Alright Well, anyway um, that's, Is there any other uh you know, questions that you have for me Or do we have any uh, questions from your callers
3: I actually have a couple more questions For you, and this question sure. is what would, what would your advice be For someone who's interested in becoming a firefighter
6: Wow, that's a good question um, I would really Think You know, why do you want to become a firefighter first And uh, find out about it What the lifestyle is uh what the risks are, you know, versus working walking out of a window. Uh
4: <laughs>
6: like I almost did. Uh, you know, there's some uh articles out now right now that uh talk about um a lot of the rare cancers that uh uh firefighters are getting, you know, even after they retire, uh from building up all the toxins of breathing in smoke and being in hazardous areas, you know, that it, it, it's 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 real. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to, we're doing more studies and trying to protect firefighters for the future uh, from getting these cancers. Um, But, you know, if they're really serious about doing it, something that they uh, have a passion for, uh, I think anybody can do it. Uh, I think you just have to commit to going through the process of becoming a firefighter. When I say that, I'm talking about working out. I'm talking about learning how to uh, give a good oral interview. I'm talking about uh, studying and doing well on the written exams. Um, I'm talking about driving the miles to turn in your application for this city or that city and just never give up. Um, You know, you have to, uh, you should uh, get a Uh, An EMT certificate or an EMT license, Uh, maybe even become a paramedic, Uh, get an AS degree in fire science. Uh, It's always good to have a a four year degree, you know. Um, Not that you need one, but, you know, if you had to choose a guy who has a high school diploma or uh, someone who has a four year degree, you know, I think you might want to choose a guy who's actually accomplished, you know, a little bit more. Maybe they're a little bit better um, equipped, you know, or someone you know who's followed through, you know, because that's what, you know, uh, an employer wants. They want to know they're hiring someone who's going to follow through, who's going to be a good employee, you know. But it's not easy becoming a firefighter, Uh, definitely not. I think uh, a lot of the guys that I work with, we we all agree, getting the job as uh, a firefighter, uh, we all Feel that we've won the lottery You know, it's a great job um, And a lot of great benefits You know, there's some risk involved too But, you know, we all take those risks very seriously And, um, you know, we try to protect ourselves as much as we can We know that, you know, we can die You know, five minutes from the time the alarm bell goes off Uh, But, you know, it's something that we choose to to take on that risk, to have uh, a different type of lifestyle that you know most people um, you know can't even imagine. So you know that that those are some of the steps that I would take. You know, but I I tell you the main thing: if your dream is big enough and you want it that bad, I don't think it's going to stop you from becoming a firefighter. Most people who don't become firefighters aren't fully committed.
3: I agree with you, and I gotta say, it's one reason why I respect firefighters because they lose a lot of family time because of all the calls you get and stuff, especially during the holidays. That's why I respect the firefighters. I respect them a lot, and I love them a lot.
6: Mhm. Well, it's our pleasure. I mean, we're not doing it for free. We do have benefits, and we enjoy those benefits, and we love serving the public. Um, you know, I, I love going out and helping people. And I love hanging out at the firehouse and cooking a great meal and, you know, working out with these guys and, uh, you know, and sitting down watching a football game, too. You know, but any moment, we're we're ready to uh, rock and roll and save some lives.
3: Okay, so that was our guest for this week. That, again, was San Francisco Fire Captain John Lowe. it was an honor interviewing him. He was a great guest, and I'm glad to have had him on Saturday Night Main Event. So he was here last Saturday Night Main Event talking about uh, cooking, and today he just talked about being a firefighter. So hopefully you guys will have more respect for firefighters now. I know I certainly do. So, uh, Jeff, what did you think of that cool interview we just did?
2: Well, I thought it was awesome. Firefighters are great.
3: Yeah, actually, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a firefighter, but then I changed my mind. I'm probably too big to be a firefighter now. (laughs) All right, so it's one of my personal favorite segment time right now on Saturday Night Main Event. This is our movie trivia time where I will be playing movie clips where Jeff and you, the live listeners, will be guessing. So let's go ahead and start the movie trivia time right now. movie trivia time, right here, right now, on Saturday Night Live. You, the movie fans, and you, the live listeners, can call in at one 989 8142 or post your guests live in the live chat room. So come on, listeners, let us know what movies are playing right here, right now, on Saturday Night Live. one 1- Three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Light camera action. I'll be back. Okay, so it's movie trivia time right now. I'm gonna go ahead and play some movie clips and any of our live listeners can go ahead and guess what movies I am playing. All you gotta do is dial in, one three four seven nine eight nine Eight one four two matter of fact, these next two, these next two segments right here on Saturday night main event are listener interactive, so listeners can go ahead and uh, guess these movie clips, and in the next segment, they can go ahead and answer our questions. But right now let's get to the fun part: the movie clips. go ahead and guess them one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two or post them, post your guesses in the live chat room. So we'll start with my favorite series of movies. So let's see if you guys can go ahead and guess this one. Yo, daddy. Check it
1: out. Now I'm telling you, if Pinky come in the store and see you doing the S game shit off the counter, we both gonna get fired. You motherfucker, you motherfucker! What the fuck is this? You motherfucker! Can I help you, sir? Yes, what is this? Huh? This is what? I can't get Jiggy with this shit. Where's your damn manager, that pink motherfucker? The manager's not here. I'm running the store right now, sir. You look like that player hater who sold me this shit. Give me my damn money back right now, and I don't have no damn receipt. Well, where's the cover? too? I don't have no damn cover. I kiss my ass, so what? Can I see it, sir? Look at you been chewing on this shit before you came here. With- Bullshit, motherfucker. You know you're fucking with Uh, Bishop Tuto? Try again, motherfucker. Winnie Mandela's a little. Try right again, motherfucker! Just an ugly ass black dude. I'll go post on this motherfucker! Man, you better get your hostile black ass no. out of here. Oh shit. oh, shit! Oh, shit! Oh, shit! Don't hit me, don't hit me! Please, it's John Bliss. I can get jiggy with you. ass out of here. I'm
3: just a bitch ass
5: nigga. Don't hit me, please.
3: I'm sorry. You <laughs> see that? I'm just a bitch ass nigga. That's funny. So uh, one of our uh, live listeners actually guessed, corrected, uh, actually guessed correct what movie this was, and this is the Next Friday movie, so uh, congratulations, Andy. You're actually our first person in our chat room to ever get a movie correct, and yes, that movie was Next Friday, one of my personal uh, variations of the series of movies they ever made in the Friday series. So Next Friday was uh, correct. Here is the next movie clip you guys can uh go ahead and guess.
1: We're in a cop on a top flight security and don't you never forget it. And I swear, no, nah, the first motherfucker get out of here, I swear I'm gonna beat the shit. Craig and Data. Oh just the niggas I need to see. Yo, yo, what's up? OG Triple OG. OG triple triple OG. You got out last night? I ain't seen y'all in about twelve years, nigga. No, I was little so yeah, I'm growing growin
7: up now, though.
1: Give a nigga a hug, dog. <sighs> I'm about to go over. Yeah, right there. Group hug, nigga. Come on, Craig. All right, come here. Come right. on, Talk to you for a minute. What's up, dawg? What's up, it's good to be home, you know what I'm saying? Cause in the prison, dawg. Hey, ain't nothing but the fellas, nigga. I heard, that's what I heard. Mean, I swear, hey, man. we got to care about each other. Yeah, yeah that's That's right. i okay. okay. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <I> heard some <laughs> motherfuckers <they pays laughs> ain't your rent <laughs> this month. Stuck in <laughs> a dodgeball. Mom!
0: shit. Uh, your titty <clears> off my chin. Right.
1: Show up here tonight without that rent money yeah. and we gon' get real oh. motherfucking acquaintance.
5: Uh-huh. He uh-huh. <laughs> can't breathe. He can't breathe. He you dig? <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling you, dog. Good. I'm digging
1: good. 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 Shit, dog. Only thing this shit. <laughs> ah. Come on, man, let's go. Yeah, y'all look good in y'all little tight ass rent a cop outfits. Merry
3: Christmas, nigga. That was actually my favorite movie in the series of Friday movies. And once again, my good friend, uh, Dakota Network, Andy in the chat room got this one correct. This is Friday After Next, which is a pretty good movie. So if none of my listeners ever saw the Friday movie series, I definitely recommend checking out Next Friday. And Friday After Next, a very good comedy movie. But if you're not into swears, there is some swears in the movie, so I would uh, be careful of that. Other than that, the Friday After Next and Next Friday is uh, pretty good movies for everyone to uh, watch. So, uh, Jeff, what do you think of those two movies? Have you ever seen them before? Okay, so I yeah, guess Steph, awesome. yeah, I've seen them. They Okay, cool, cool. All right, so this next one you guys don't have to guess because I think it's kind of funny, and I just wanted to share it with you. It's just Friday After Next too, um, the same movie Friday After Next. But the clip I'm gonna play reminds me of some guy that I used to know because he used to always say, "What's up, buddy?" This guy reminds me just like him, and he has the word "buddy" a lot. So I'm gonna go ahead and play it, and just so that I can get a good laugh from
8: it, hopefully you guys will too. Merry Christmas buddy! I'll be with you in just one minute, buddy. So what's up, buddy? What's up? No, buddy. Twelve, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Oh. Hey buddy. Nobody, buddy.
0: What's up, buddy? What's up? What do you want, crack? Your security
8: guard, buddy! Okay, buddy, take care. Good job, buddy. Yes,
0: I buddy. Somebody help
8: me! Oh good observation, buddy. Where were you, buddy? Huh? You're supposed to be security, buddy. No? We we are
9: security.
1: Ain't that a bitch? We,
8: we are security. security. Go right here.
9: Oh, no, not anymore. You fired both
0: of us. Oh, you oh, man. Oh, man. no,
1: man. We
5: just got this
0: job. How you going to fire us? Turn over your whistle. Come on. We need to be whipping this ass right now. Hey, you, man.
5: Come on, guys. just give me the i want to Give me the whip, Frank. Give me the blow it. it. Right. Oh, stinky ass That's good, Dodo, Now yeah.
1: it's dirty. Okay, get out, get, out get, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here.
0: Get out
5: of here. Get out of here. Get out Help me,
3: What's up, buddy? (laughs) That's kind of funny. (laughs) All right, so let's let's get back to the guessing now. i got a couple of other movies that you guys might or might not know, so here we go. A couple of these ones are actually rated R movies, so hopefully you guys will be able to uh, listen to them. But here is the next movie you guys can guess.
10: Okay, here's a question. Do you remember the first time your husband saw you naked? Do you remember what it felt like? Now, this might be a little harder. Do you remember the second time your husband saw you naked? Hey, guys. I uh, totally overslept. Um, Okay, well... (sighs) We accidentally left the door open. (laughs) (laughs) The big question is, how the hell do you get it back?
3: Very, very, very good movie. I actually liked that movie. A lot of people didn't uh, like that movie for some reason. Um, I did. So, uh, and to get to correct again, this movie is is actually Sex Tape from 2014 with Cameron Diaz and Jason Segel. So, uh, Jeff, what do you think of the movie Sex Tape?
2: I thought it was pretty funny.
3: Yeah, it was pretty cool. I don't know why people didn't like it. It was a, a good movie, in my opinion. I take I have a lot of humor with uh, that kind of stuff, so maybe that's why I like it. Yeah. Well, we have another we have another movie with uh, Cameron Diaz that I actually think is one of her best movies. And let's go ahead and uh, play that and see if anyone can get it. I'm trying to see if I can stump anyone, make them uh, think a little bit. But so far, people are getting these left and right.
5: Mm. Ah. Oh. Uh, 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 uh.
6: Your jeans feel so good against my jeans. Totally. Your body feels so good. Oh, I need some water. Uh, Oh.
1: I fuck the fuck out of me, Scott.
6: Just stop talking. I'm close.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Don't move. Here I go. Almost. Wait for it. Really close. Ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just stop talking.
4: Oh, yeah. Almost there.
3: uh another one that is correct. I Andy got this one correct too, it's his Bad Teacher. And it was actually a, a pretty good movie. I liked it as well. And uh, it features Cameron Diaz and uh Justin Timberlake. So uh what do you think of that movie Jeff have you ever saw Bad Teacher before?
2: No, I haven't seen it.
3: Yeah it's a pretty good movie Eric I'd like to recommend it to you to watch if you like uh, comedy oh, yeah. movies and Cameron Diaz. I don't
2: watch too many movies. I'm usually pretty busy,
3: yeah, that's true. And finally, we have a movie that is in theaters right now. It's a two thousand and fifteen movie, and some of you might have you might get this really easy if you watch this movie in the theaters recently, a guy did, but some of you might have a hard time with it, so here it is, folks, to see if you guys can get it.
5: What you just did? Jaywalked in a business district, sir.
8: Actually, it's uh, officer.
1: Oh, I apologize. I should have recognized the seely-eyed gaze of a fellow brother in arms.
4: Still give me a ticket? Nope. I'm gonna give you my phone number
1: in case you want to grab a drink sometime.
11: I don't drink,
3: but I do ride. that was a a great movie so jeff you have any idea what that is
2: no i like i said i don't watch much movies andy might have got
3: it he guessed yep he got it just wanted to see if you knew what it was first yes that's correct it is paul blart mall cop part two And uh, I actually think it's a pretty good movie. I, I like to recommend to all my listeners, if you like going out to the movies and watching new movies, I think you should go out and see Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. It's a great family movie, so if you have any children or kids, it might be a good idea to take your mother and your brothers and your whatever sisters out to the movie theater and watch that movie. And if you're a mother, it's a good idea to take your kids out and see uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop Part Two. I recommend it. it's a great comedy movie, and it's a lot better than the first one. I think, in my opinion, I liked it. And my very first movie review is going to be on uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop Part Two right here on Ace Network. So that was this week's movie trivia time. I'd like to say thank you to Andy for participating. And now we're going to debut a brand new series on Saturday night. Main event is the listener interactive segment, where you, the listeners, are going to be able to answer my questions via chat room or by calling in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, or you can also tweet your answers on Twitter to at Alice Cardinelli One. So in this segment, every single Saturday, I'm going to ask Jeff questions and these questions are also going towards our listeners and you guys can call in and answer them. So here we go. Here is this brand new segment.
0: Hey <laughs> listeners of Saturday Night Event Live right here on East Network. Pay attention. It's Listener Interactive Time. You, the live listeners, are going to be able to answer Alex's questions. Now, Alex is going to ask you guys three questions. So listen up, maggots, and answer these questions. You can answer Alex's three questions by calling in at 1-347-989-8142, or by tweeting your answers to the questions on Twitter using the hashtag Ace Network and tweeting to at cardinelli one Or, if you're listening to the archived version of this show, post your comments and your answers in the comment section below today's show and in the comment section on YouTube. So, listeners, your time is on. Where are your answers? We want them. Answer Alex's questions right here, right now live on Saturday Night Main Event. One three four seven 9 8, nine eight nine eight one four two. Tweet to Alex on Twitter at alexcroninelli1, or post them in the comment section below, or on YouTube in the comment section on YouTube.
5: Attend
3: Okay, here we go. It's listener interaction time. So make sure you guys call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two or tweet using the hashtag Ace Network and tweet to @AliceCardinelli1 or post your answers in the chat room. So here are the three questions for this week's debut of listener interaction. Now the first question is, what is your favorite thing to do on a Saturday? The second question is, what do you think should happen to Tom Brady? Because he was recently accused of using underinflated balls? Should he get a big fine and suspended, or just suspended? And finally, how did you find out about Blog Talk Radio? Again, what is your favorite thing to do on a Saturday? What do you think should happen to Tom Brady? Should he get a big fine and suspended, or should he just get suspended without a fine? And how did you find out about Blog Talk Radio? So, I'll start with uh, my co-host and maybe we'll have some uh listeners answering these questions. So, Jeff, what's your favorite thing to do on a Saturday?
2: Go out to go out to the bar and meet people and stuff like that.
3: Nice, very cool. The bar is pretty good for someone my age and Me, personally, I like to uh, listen to a lot of shows on Blog Talk Radio on Saturdays, some shows that I might have missed during the week. I actually spend a lot of time listening to some of my shows that I did live in the past week. And um, on the Saturdays that I have off, I actually go out and go places and do things, mostly uh, maybe I go to the fish store or go out to eat or go places with my friends, but generally Saturday is a day that I like to relax, but, uh, on Saturdays like tonight, I love doing the Saturday night main event because this is a, uh, once every other week series, but it's one that I definitely enjoy. So, Saturdays are probably my favorite day of the week because I get to go out and do things and, uh things of that nature now my friend andy says on saturdays he likes to get laid get banned and a fine and he likes to listen to a few shows that his friends does <laughs> that's pretty funny andy that's funny laughing well, I I at that all right uh so jeff what do you think should happen to tom brady should he get a big fine and suspended or should he just be suspended
2: I have no comment on that because I don't watch that much sports, so I'm just going to pass that one straight on to you.
3: Okay, well, I'm not a Patriots fan by any means, and I'm definitely not a Tom Brady fan. So for anyone out there who is actually a Patriots fan and supports Tom Brady, uh, you might you might have uh, a hurt feelings with me or you might be upset with me, but I think Tom Brady should be fined big time and suspended. Um, Because you can't cheat in sports and get away with it. Uh, For example, last year, Ray Rice um, assaulted his girlfriend, and he got light consequences. I think NFL is trying to sharpen their image, so I think they're going to come down on the Patriots and Tom Brady pretty harsh. I think he'll be getting a big fine, and he may be suspended like the first four games of the season. Um, I think he definitely deserves it. If it was me, and if I was the commissioner, I would suspend Tom Brady the whole season next year, make him miss the season, make him learn how to play fair. But then again, I'm just a regular dude, so I have no say in that. But that is just my personal opinion. Now, uh, Jeff, how did you find out about Blog Talk Radio?
2: Hold on real quick, Alex. So on Andy's answer, get laid was for what he does on Saturdays. He thinks Tom Brady should get banned and fined.
3: Okay, cool. Yes, those were were his answers to all three of the questions then.
2: Yes. Now, what? Sorry, what was the question?
3: How did you find out about Block Talk Radio?
2: Ghost on the True Capitalist radio show.
3: (laughs) Nice. Now, uh, I found out about Block Talk Radio from... Huh? Go ahead, go ahead.
2: When Ghost did the Capitalist radio show, that was one of my favorite things to listen to when he did the radio graffiti and just had trolls calling in all the time.
3: Yeah, that was a pretty good show. So you got into that. That's how you got into Blog Talk? Yeah. Awesome. Well, for me, I actually uh, found out about Blog Talk Radio when I was doing a Google search for Internet Radio uh, because one of my friends was listening to a show, and it was actually Blog Talk Radio. He was listening to, um, uh, I forgot who it is, Uh, I think it was um, uh, Alan Levi. I think he was listening to a show from him or someone Someone with a name like that. I can't really remember. It was years ago. Um, but I saw Blog Talk Radio and I actually did not host my own show until 2013, but I was listening to Blog Talk Radio shows since 2010. And uh, I listened to a show called Under the Sea Radio Show, which is a saltwater and a little bit of an aquarium-keeping podcast. And it was a pretty good show. I kind of liked it until I actually met and made friends with the people that ran the show. But it was a, a great show. So basically, that's how I found out about Blog Talk Radio. And from there, it became my life. I love Blog Talk Radio, and I love hosting shows. So what do you think about that, Jeff?
2: I think it's awesome. You love your radio and you do quality content, and it's a great show.
3: Thank you. I, I definitely appreciate that. So, so those are our answers to this week's listener interactive. So hopefully we will have uh, a couple of callers call in or people answering some of those questions anytime during the show. It's one Well, I think you guys know what time it is now. It's my personal favorite part of our Saturday Night main event. It's prank time. So who is going to get pranked this week, we definitely don't know. But I can guarantee you guys are going to lash your asses off when I uh, do these pranks. But first, I'm going to uh, play some recorded pranks that I uh, think you guys are going to like. These are actually people, pranking people using cartoon characters. So here we go. It's prank time, right here, right now, on Saturday Night Main Event. Sit back, relax, and get ready for some laughter as Alex Cardinelli pranks some people live, right here, on Saturday Night Main Event, on the Network. Some of these pranks are being recorded live, right here, right now, on today's episode of Saturday Night Main Event on Ace Network. Enjoy these wonderful pranks. So like I said, we're going to do the recorded ones first, and then I'll do the live ones. I have three recorded ones, and I'm going to be doing three live ones, if they all three of them answer. So this first one is very, very funny. It's about eight minutes long but it's a very, very funny prank. It's from Herbert the Pervert from Family Guy. It's pretty funny, it kind of reminds me of someone that I used to know. But here is the Herbert the Pervert prank from Family Guy. You guys are gonna laugh your asses up at this. I couldn't stop laughing at it.
9: Yes, hello? Yes. I was wondering if you've seen a little boy today I let I lost, it was my neighbor's kid. He's about six years old. Uh he has blonde hair blue eyes and he's white.
10: You lost him?
9: Yes, he ran away in the store.
10: Okay. Do you know how long ago it was?
9: It was about thirty minutes ago.
10: Okay. Um hold on one second, okay? Okay. Personally, every talk can we to help you?
9: Yes, I lost a little boy today, about 30 minutes ago.
10: You lost a little boy today? What does he look like?
9: He's about six years old. He has blonde hair, blue eyes, and he's white.
10: Where are you, ma'am? I'm a sir. Pardon me?
5: I'm a sir.
10: You're where?
9: I'm a sir, not a man. Oh, sir. Where are you? I'm at home now. I just had to inform his parents. Okay, brown hair, blue eyes. What's his name? His name is Jack. Uh huh. Jack Fowler. Can you spell that for me, please? F O W L E R.
10: How old is he? Six years old? six years
5: old.
10: Then you lost him here at Walmart? Yes. Like six minutes ago. Excuse me? He's white?
9: Yes. Okay. Um, What is he wearing? He's wearing a red Spiderman shirt with some blue jean shorts.
10: Red shirt with blue jean shorts? Yes. Do you know where was the last place you...
9: Seen them? I was looking at the vacuums.
10: We're looking at the vacuum cleaners. And what is your name, sir? My name is Chris. Chris C H R I S. Correct. Uh huh. Your last name, sir?
9: Joe Hall. J O H A L.
10: J O H A L. Are the parents on their way here?
9: Uh no, they're not home. I just called they're the gone. cell phones.
10: Okay. Can I get your phone number, please? Excuse me? Can I get your phone number, please? Just nine in case two, we get cut off? 925. Okay, we found him, sir. We found him, okay? Do you want to come back and pick him up? Yes. Okay, we will wait for you in customer service, okay? Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Oh, no, sir? Sir? Chris? Yes. Okay. No, they didn't find him. Oh what? They thought they found.
5: They thought they found him, but they didn't. Oh
10: shit. No. Jack found. No, they didn't find him, sir. Oh shit! Damn it! Oh, his parents don't really know. Pardon me. His parents don't really know. Okay. Can you give me their their phone number? It's okay. Don't. It's okay. We're gonna try do our best. Okay. Okay. Here. Hold on. Let me get my number. I have it in my phone book. He doesn't know. Okay. Nine two five. He just got home. Nine, nine two four. F- no. Nine two five. Nine two five. Go ahead and do. Yes. Okay. Um. Do you want to come back to Walmart so that we can um uh, keep looking? Okay. Uh yes. Okay. Do you have a cell phone also, Chris? No, I don't have a cell phone. Okay, I'm gonna keep trying to to call the parents. Okay. Okay. Thank and, you.
5: Uh huh. Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! You were all fucking that was damn. too fucking good, you were a champ.
10: you are calling Walmart. This is Hannah speaking. How may I help you? Hello. 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 Yes.
8: Hi. Um. I. I'm. I'm the parent of the kid that. Um. Uh. That was lost. Uh huh. And um. We found him. Um, uh. My. Uh, my son would like to speak on the phone.
10: Okay. May I speak to him? Hello. Okay.
4: Hello?
10: Hello? Hello? Hello?
4: Hello?
10: Hello? Hello? Okay, I'll let you talk to somebody who can help you, okay?
8: Uh, I want to speak to the manager. Can I get security, bitch? Hello? Hi, uh, is this like a manager or like security?
10: As manager,
8: who can I help you with? Hi, how are you doing? Um, I called in because uh, my son was um, raped or molested, I should say, um, by an old man. And supposedly he was allegedly saying that he was taking care of my son. Isn't that right, Jack?
10: Yes, sir. Okay.
8: Um, I think he's really I think traumatized this, right now. The only
10: thing I can do from here is... Um, you need to get with the police and make a police report and as soon as you do that then we can give them Well, can you please
8: like, can you please like, check your cameras because I think he got molested in Walmart I think it's all your guys' fault I think it's all your I think it's all your guys' fault you guys don't do anything
10: Okay, um, I apologize about that but like I said
8: you can make the police report
10: and from there we can go
8: Son, was he touching you? Where, and where, weren't you screaming? I told you if a man was touching you and it wasn't me to scream. Did you do that?
10: I did scream, but no one
5: came in and helped.
8: This is really pissing me off. How how do your employees not understand? Like, if there's a kid screaming, he's getting molested.
10: Well, like I said, sir, I'm not sure when this happened or anything. So the next step you guys need to do is make the
8: police hours, report. It happened 30 minutes ago. You should follow a police report. No,
10: I cannot do that. Anything did happen
5: to me, so if you're concerned well, as you not, are, I'll call
8: a police report with you. Well, I'm not gonna file a police report on the rape. I'm gonna file a police report on your shitty f- employees. And how you okay. guys don't have a have a good day. Okay. Hope your kid gets raped.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay. That was a, a pretty uh funny um prank but there's an even better one that i'm going to play right now this is from cleveland brown from the cleveland brown uh cleveland brown show so here is the cleveland brown prank
11: hello yeah can i have a beer please no 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 what you want what you looking for is pizza delivery what did you say bacon cheese eggs. phone number please
3: seven Zero seven. Two. Seven.
11: Hello? Two. Seven. Two. seven. Two. Sorry? Sixty-two. Sixty-two. Two. Yeah, that's your mobile number. Seven, six, two. This nice fat ass is mine. No, no, no. I ask for your number, please. Nineteen sixty-two. Fourteen. Two. Seven.
8: Fourteen. That's not your number, is it? Ha, ha,
11: ha. Attaboy. Hello. Why don't we have a good old-fashioned sleepover?
4: Yeah, come then, innit?
11: Oh, how I wish I was behind you.
4: Yeah, we'll see, innit? You're almost much going through anyway, so I'll save it on the phone.
11: You're probably good at math, but stupid in other areas.
4: Come to the shop and see to my face, yeah? You are dumb. You little bitch. Prank on you. look at you, sad bitch. Your body is gross. You sad son of a bitch.
11: He's a funny little man.
4: You sad son of a bitch. That's cool. You sad bitch. Putting on some fake American accent. Sort your life out, mate. You can tell you ain't got no mum and dad. You're a low-life fucking swat, you prick.
11: Prince Charming has you, arrived.
4: You absolute prick.
11: You are gonna respect me.
4: You fucking fat obese motherfucker.
11: Does it look like it, boo-boo? What's the number? You
4: fat shit. What's the number? I You're a you. dog! A dog! You fuck shit.
11: You're really cruising for some discipline.
4: Don't worry about that, mate. Nice knowing
11: you guys. Goodbye. <laughs> More people the phone up. Hell no! And now the hard part.
4: Go on then. No. Well, you must have no life during your shop. and trying to prank him. Yes, sir. Yeah, you have no life, in it, You fucking weirdo. Oh, okay. Hello? You still there? Who are you? Who are you? you on this phone, so who are you? Who am I? Yeah, yeah, that's what I am.
11: Cleveland motherfucking Brown, motherfucker!
4: Yeah? Yes. Can you please get off the phone? Now, this is a business phone, and you just wasting time.
11: How much is this phone cost, anyway?
4: You absolute prick. <coughs>
11: You forfeit! Ha
4: ha ha ha! Hello? Hello?
11: Hello? 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 You hear me? Do you hear me? Goddamn motherfucking titty sucking piece of shit, stupid ass dog dick licking. Excuse me. Are you a faggot? No. Listen. Do you so dick? Hell no. Yes she did. I don't think so. Listen. You know what I mean? I'm gonna come to my dick. Please stop talking. Listen, come on, suck my big bitch. I'm looking for your marbles because apparently you've lost them. Listen, you coming in here or not? I ain't got all fucking time for your bullshit. You coming in or some dick or not? I still don't know if you're smart or stupid. Oh, you fucking faggot bastard. You coming in here or not? You are dumb. Listen, do you want to get bone by some faggots or not? Go play with your action figures. Don't talk shit to me, you phone here, without that means you're gonna get bummed by some faggots. Oh, now that makes sense.
4: Quickly, quickly, directed to you. Just for you, you bastard. Goodbye. Good evening, cheers.
11: How'd you like to play with Cleveland Jr.?
4: How'd you like a kick in the
2: teeth, you tosser? <laughs> that, um, that, that was somebody
3: pranking up people in England. <laughs> That was cool, and the last one that we that is recorded that we're gonna play is from YouTube, and I got permission to play it tonight. Is the famous rapper Eminem breaking people? So let's go ahead and hear that. And right after this, we're gonna I'm gonna do some uh, live pranks that I'm gonna guarantee you guys are gonna laugh at.
2: Hello, Ernstel.
7: Hey, how you doing? Good. The word orange doesn't rhyme with anything, and that kind of pissed me off because I can think of a lot of things that rhyme with orange. <laughs> I put my orange four-inch door hinge in storage.
11: <laughs> cool. Sounds like uh, my fun. DVD player is broke. Can you look and see what's going on? It's like Froze or something. A DVD player? Yeah. What, what brand is that? Daiko.
2: Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't do anything with home stuff like that.
11: I don't give a fuck, man. I'm sick of you always thinking you know what's best for me, dog. You ain't my fucking father. I'm a grown man.
2: No, it's cool, man. I just, I don't, I only work on anything DVD. The closest thing to that would be tasking. I don't do like TV
7: and stuff like that here.
10: Oh, wait, no, wait. You're kidding.
7: (laughs) I'm not stupid. I didn't say anybody's stupid, man. I'm just telling you, I don't do uh, home entertainment stuff. I don't think I'm stupid. (laughs) Who is this?
10: My name is is Sadie.
2: (laughs) This is really cool. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, absolutely.
11: (laughs) On the microphone, I drop bombs. Look at this car. Thanks a lot, Mom. (laughs) Here, happy birthday, Rabbit. Here's a brand new car. You can have it. A 1928 Delta. This shit won't even get me to the shelter. And I can't <laughs> even stand from Motown. Because I'm back in the 810 now. <laughs> so I live at home in the trailer.
7: Very cool. If you had one shot or one opportunity, to seize everything you ever wanted
4: in one moment, would you capture it or just let it slip?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, chicken heart. Hello 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 Hello
4: Shainan Hello Shainan kebab What do you mean? Hello Hello Yes brother Yeah I'm... Uh, you just wrong Sorry? You just wrong
6: me I can't hear you brother, I don't know what you're saying
4: you wrong, just numbers When? Now Now? Yeah
6: Brother are you crazy? Why you keep ringing on this number? Yes? Yeah? Why you keep ringing? you ringing, brother. I didn't ring. Oh
5: no, my friend, my sure. Matthew.
6: Okay?
11: Hello? So, um, can I get a cheeseburger?
4: Cheeseburger and chips? Yeah. Anything else?
11: Diet Coke. Sorry? Diet Coke.
4: I'm Diet Coke, yeah?
11: Can you make
1: sure there's a lot of uh, ice with the Diet Coke?
4: Yeah.
3: So, uh, Jeff, what did you think of those ones?
2: They were awesome, them and them one was funny
3: <laughs> yeah they were they were pretty good, so uh, now we're actually going to go ahead and do what I was looking forward to all week. We're actually gonna do my live pranks, and uh, you guys are definitely going to enjoy this, so hopefully all three of my live pranks will pick up um but if not, then. Uh, they're going to be uh, pretty funny. So this week I'm going to be pranking a uh, local liquor store. I'm also going to be pranking a 7-Eleven and uh, a fish store. I was going to do um, a strip club, but I think I'm going to try to keep this as PG as I as I can, just to have a little bit of fun. Maybe, maybe next week I will do the... Uh, the strip club, but I have my sponsors listening and stuff today, so we'll keep it PG-13 for the time being. Okay, so let's go ahead and start by calling the uh, liquor store here, folks. I'm going to go ahead and uh, dial the number. Let's see. Okay. So it should start ringing in a few minutes. Oh, it didn't work for some reason. Okay, so I gotta type in a number. Let's see. Yeah, so this this call is being recorded live, by the way. So you guys are actually witnessing a live prank call done by me, which is pretty cool. Okay. So I'm dialing it right now. See if they answer if they're still open.
10: Good evening Eddie hello how are you I'm fine how are you
3: I'm doing good um, I was in the store last night and I actually bought some uh, rum and Jim and Bud Light now the employee said that all the stuff that I bought was some of the best you guys had is that true
10: I don't know who you spoke to um, I wasn't here
3: oh, okay do you but remember the, who you uh, the reason I called to? is, I I don't really know. But the reason I called is because there is uh, only one problem. Now I got really bombed last night, and I did some unsinkable things. So there is only one thing to blame, and that's your store. Your employee sold me all the liquor.
10: Um, I think that it might be a good idea if you, um, hold on for a minute.
3: Okay.
10: Okay. Yeah. Hello. sold that last night, and now the I
1: Yeah, hello.
3: Yeah, yeah, hi. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, so yesterday I, I bought some stuff for you and it got pretty hammered. Okay. Yeah, so and... that, does that mean I get to get a refund? No. <laughs> okay, well, uh, thank you for taking my call. No problem. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I tried to make that one as PG thirteen as I uh, could. So hopefully, you guys find that funny. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know how I can do PG uh, pranks, but hopefully, this one will be uh, kind of funny. This is a fish store that I am uh, going to call. Let's see how this one goes. Okay, so I had to manually type in a number this one this this one is way out of my area, so they don't even know who I am, so this is good. This is gonna be uh good for um people who are in the fish keeping hobby you guys are gonna laugh at this one.
10: You've reached Fontaine's Aquarium after hours. We are closed now. Our hours are Monday through Friday, 10 to 8. Saturday, Sunday, 10 till 6. If you wish to leave a message, please dial five for general information.
3: Uh, Damn, they're not open today. Okay, so we'll have to do another prank for next week. Oh shoot. Okay, so I have to find the uh, 7-Eleven number that I'm going to be. Calling, so just give me a quick second here. Uh-uh. Yeah, so i surprised that the, uh, the the alcohol store actually entered because they're closing in one minute. But that was pretty funny. Okay, let's see. We find one. Anyone works. Okay, I got it now. This one's going to be rather funny because my friend told me they do this one. It's not that bad. They're probably going to laugh at this anyways because it's kind of stupid. But it's so stupid it could be funny in a way. I'm surprised that uh, the people at the alcohol store actually thought that I was serious. I wanted them to laugh. Okay, here we go.
0: Hello, 7-Eleven?
3: Hi, is this 7-Eleven? Yes. Okay, cool. So, uh, the 7-Eleven means that you guys give away free product at 7 o'clock and 11 o'clock?
0: What is that? I'm sorry?
3: Uh, I mean, uh, your name name is 7-Eleven, correct? Yeah. So, does that mean you guys give away free product at 7 o'clock and 11 o'clock?
0: I don't know. You talk to both, okay? <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> right. That sounds great. Well uh actually yesterday I had free products. I got some uh free Oreos and uh free Mountain Dew from you guys at seven o'clock and eleven o'clock yesterday. Are you there? Hello.
0: You've been pranked by the Ace Network.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. All right, so those were uh, our live pranks for, for this week. So uh, hopefully you guys had a, uh, enjoyed them. Okay, so those were our, our live pranks for this week. Hopefully you guys enjoyed them. So, uh, Jeff, what did you think of those? They were funny. Yeah. I'm Next week, I'm going to have to come up with some better, th- some better, funnier ones.
2: I'm surprised they stayed on the line as long as they
3: did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the guy said, "Those did not even know what I was talking about. He's like, oh, I'm going to call the manager. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, no, he went funny. to get the manager and you hung up.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh well, that's funny. I just wanted to see the reaction to that. Uh-oh. All right, so uh anyone else is uh welcome to go ahead and call in. hell at one three four seven nine eight 989 That is a uh, pretty pretty cool It's a shame that the fish store was closed because that was was going to be the funniest one. So I'll have to try again next week. (laughs) All right, well, now we're introducing another brand-new series to the Saturday Night Main Event, and this one is called Asshole of the Week, where I'm going to be talking about people who are plain rude and stupid. So basically, in other words, they're assholes, and they're assholes for a right reason. So here we go. This is an article that I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and try to read to you guys. This asshole is from New York, and he's a New York man. Wanted for, get this, folks, he's wanted for affecting 240 men and women with HIV. God damn. So he had to sweep around the town, uh, 240 men and women got affected with HIV. Very, 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 very scary and uh, crazy. So I'm trying to skip down to the story. Oh, there is actually no story. It's just people's testimonials. So I guess I'll go ahead and read that to you guys. Um, This blow your mind, says somebody. A man from New York has allegedly affected 240 people with the HIV virus by sleeping with men and women. And I guess his name is Stephen. Um, Some guy would go on to say he met Stephen when he was 19 years old, explains Joshua Johnson on his blog. So that's kind of implying that uh, Stephen was not afraid to sleep with both men and women. Ugh, kind of gross. But uh, Joshua would go on to explain at 19 years old, I was still trying to figure out my uh, sexual orientation. I was still a virgin because I was raised with traditional values. So I'll skip forward to that. I don't want to read that stuff here. Um, Okay, here it is. His name is Stephen Burks. He's a black man from – no, wait a minute. Is that a testimonial or is that actual him? Yeah, this is him, Stephen Burks, a black gay man from West New York, New Jersey, just outside of Manhattan, who police say may have started his mission to affect as many people as possible with HIV as far back as 10 years ago, was described as sick in the head by one alleged victim who knows that Burks alluded to having possibly affected as many as three to 500 victims. The victim, who did not wish to be publicly identified, recalls that Burks has been on a downward spiral since the death of his mother and plies his prey with drugs and alcohol to bring their guard down. Yeah, it's definitely crazy. So that definitely is considered to be an asshole, in uh, my personal opinion. So, Jeff, what do you think of that?
2: Crazy. There's some real sickos out there these days.
3: Yeah, it's just, it's a shame there are some sick people out in the world today. Um, I don't know why people do these kinds of things, but uh, they're definitely sick. And I read that, and I said, holy shit, this guy really is uh, messed up in the head. Um, and I feel bad for those people that have HIV for the rest of their lives. But then again, it's a life lesson, you shouldn't just go out sleeping with anyone. You should be very careful who you sleep with. But uh, that's that's very simple to uh, understand. Now, I'm going to go ahead and call uh, a preschool teacher an asshole because this is an asshole move to do. So let me explain it to you in this article. Now, the, the daughter's mother claims that she was lunch shamed by daughter's preschool for packing Oreos. So in other words... Her daughter was embarrassed for having Oreos in her lunchbox by the teacher. A Colorado mom is furious at her daughter's preschool for, get this, confiscating Oreos from the four-year-old's lunchbox and then scolding the mother for not packing something more nutritious. I mean, isn't that the parents' duty? The parents can give their daughter or their son whatever food they want. I mean, the preschool teacher really has no say in this matter. Lisa Pearson told local reporters she usually packed her daughter a well balanced meal but was strapped for options when she ran low on groceries. I mean a six pack of Oreos isn't gonna kill anyone. Why is the school so why is that teacher so worried about kids having Oreos? So, in addition to a sandwich and string cheese, she also included a package of Oreo cookies. That's when Children's Academy screamed bloody murder. Actually, they just sent the child home with a note that was written directly to the teacher. So that is really, 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 really crazy. Now, Pearson says she had no idea about the existing policy and wishes the school would have contacted her separately. She said, I think it's definitely over the top, especially because they told her she can't eat what is in her lunch, Pearson told ABC News. They should have at least allowed her to eat her food and contacted me to explain the policy and tell me not to pack them again. Pearson also calls bullshit on the school, wondering how they can shame her when they served her daughter jelly beans at Easter time. So is this really the path that schools want to go is tell people, tell parents how they can feed their children? I mean, if I was a parent and uh, the school teacher told my son or my daughter that they couldn't have um, Oreos or whatever I packed in there, I'd be... taking a uh, bus or heading down there the moment I heard that and having words and a conversation with the teacher. So this teacher does not get an award, but the teacher gets recognition recognition of being an asshole of the week, in, in my personal opinion, and rightfully so. No teacher or principal or anyone that is not a parent should ever tell any kid or, or daughter or son of a parent, what they should be eating. It's none of their business, really. That's, like, personal stuff. Um, You want to go to an adult and tell them what to eat, so you want to do that with kids. So that's my take on that. What do you think about that, Jeff?
2: I agree with you on that. They shouldn't be able to choose what they're eating or not.
3: Yeah, it's kind of stupid. I guess the teacher had nothing better to do. I guess she was kind of bored. So she had to look for trouble somewhere. Yeah. I don't know, she can't say that she cares for the kids because if she cared for the kids she would have found a different way to do it without humiliating the daughter.
5: Yeah, and, I agree and like with I that.
3: said, how is a uh in uh how is a six pack of Oreos gonna ruin someone's nutrition? I don't I understand know. that. <laughs> it's so stupid. The way people think nowadays are is kinda retarded in my opinion, Maybe but again some gift. people aren't fully there.
2: Maybe if they're chocolate dipped or double dipped or double stuffed or something, maybe.
3: Yeah, but it's not enough to to, to cause you to, uh, um, be of of that nature. But anyway, those are our assholes of the week, and actually, the assholes of the week. It's going to replace the idiot of the week because I feel more comfortable saying asshole instead of idiot. <laughs> All right, so now we're at our final segment of the show. This is one of my personal favorite segments, and this is Saturday Night Spotlight. So let's see what we're going to talk about tonight. It's time for some Saturday Night
0: Spotlight right here, right now, on Saturday Night Live. Your host, Alex Cardinelli, and the man they call Jeff will be shining a spotlight on the things you, the listeners, love. We will be reviewing the products and the things you guys use And we will offer our thoughts on these wonderful products. We will do food reviews. We will do YouTube channel reviews. We will do movie reviews. And much more. So who's ready for some Saturday Night Spotlight right here, right now, on Saturday Night Live? Alex and Jeff, let's get this spotlight started right now.
3: Okay, so for this week's Saturday Night Spotlight, Jeff and I are going to be talking about our personal favorite restaurants in our area. So, technically speaking, Jeff and I are going to give some plugs to some of our favorite restaurants in our area. Now, you, the listeners, can as well. Do that too, because we love live callers, all of our shows are broadcasted live, so you will have the opportunity to plug some of your favorite restaurants as well by just calling in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two so I'll go ahead and start my um Saturday night spotlight with some of my favorite restaurants in Western Massachusetts area, so for Chinese food, and yes, I uh, really do like Chinese food. I'm sorry, Jeffrey, no, you don't like Chinese food. But in my area, the best Chinese food is actually in South Hadley, Massachusetts, and the name of the Chinese restaurant is Mandarin Gourmet and I actually went there last Sunday, and Mandarin Gourmet has the best sweet and sour chicken and chicken fingers and pork fried rice. I love my Chinese food, and I have to say, without a doubt, hands down, Mandarin Gourmet has the best sweet and sour chicken and chicken fingers. Now, for those of you who don't know what sweet and sour chicken is, basically it's chicken fingers with um, a, a chili sauce, but you don't taste the heat because the heat is replaced by ginger, some sugar, uh, ketchup, and pineapples, basically, and that is a sweet and sour sauce, give or take a few ingredients, because um, it may differ from restaurant to restaurant, but it's basically similar, so that sweet and sour chicken is one of my personal favorite things that I had at Mandarin Gourmet, and actually... Last week was the first time i ever been to Mandarin Gourmet, and I enjoyed it. So that's hands down the best Chinese restaurant in Western Mass in my experience. Now, I've had Wong Walk in Springfield, and I've had Peacock in Springfield, and those are pretty good. I'd eat there if I had to. Um, There's nothing wrong with Peacock or Wong Walk, but I tend to find that Wong Walk in Springfield tends to be a little bit more greasy than Mandarin Gourmet. And uh, my brother one time had Chicken Fingers from long walks that were kind of gray in color and you know chicken should not be gray when it's cooked so it's a sign that's either molding and they're using old products or it could be a sign and i know this i know that i'm bringing up something that's a myth um but it could be some kind of other meat that they're selling as chicken fingers and now it sounds stereotypical but we just don't know when your chicken finger is gray so enough of the chinese food talk now you guys know that i'm italian so you know i have to show some love to some Italian restaurants here in Western Mass. You know that I love pizza and pasta, chicken parm, chicken marsala, and all those things. So I have to support a local family business that uh, I have known for many years. My family has been going there for a while, and my family loves it, and that is Tony's Pizza and Restaurant in Springfield, Mass. It's about 10 minutes from my house, and they've got the best homemade pizzas you're ever gonna find. So if you love pizza, Tony's Pizza is the place to go. And they've got some good pastas and things of that nature. And then we've got Neighborhood Pizza and Pasta House in Wilbraham. That's about 10 minutes away from my house as well. They've got the best chicken parm I've ever had. I have to hand the best chicken parm to uh, Neighborhood Pizza and Pasta House in uh, Wilbraham, Mass. Now, there is one chain restaurant that's local that I do like and that is Texas Roadhouse. Um, they've got the best dinner rolls, even though I cut down eating bread because bread has a lot of carbohydrates. But they've got the best dinner rolls, and they've got some good Texas food, Tex-Mex food, Tex-Mex is a big culinary arts cuisine. I should talk about that on a cooking show. But they've got some good South, uh, southern American food that is pretty good. And when I say that, I mean the southern states and it is pretty awesome. So, Texas Roadhouse is another favorite of mine. And recently, I went to Chili's, and by God, I have to say that I love Chili's, too. Chili's is pretty good. I had a good portion of um, a full rack of ribs and some homemade jalapeno, mac and cheese, and some of their fries. Chili's is pretty good. So, basically, I'm not a picky eater, as you can tell. Any chef is really not a picky eater. Um, But I do like going out to eat. I like to go out to eat and enjoy myself, and um, things of that nature. So those are all the restaurants that I enjoy. Next week, I'll talk about the restaurants that I dislike, and I'll sh- I'll tell you guys why I dislike those restaurants. So, um, Jeff, what are some restaurants that you like?
2: Uh, I'd have to say Taco Bell, Oscars, Mexican food, and mostly Mexican food. I don't eat none of the Italian crap. You Italians can talk a lot and you have bad taste in food.
3: That's not true. We have some of the best food. There's like a thousand to a million people here in the United States that love pizza. So I think you're one of the only people, one of the few people that doesn't like Italian food.
2: Yeah, screw pizza.
3: You really don't like Italian food? I might have to slap you silly for that. No, I don't. <laughs> well, you might—you probably have never had good Italian food because I will—I will be honest. Some some Italian restaurants aren't really Italian; they're like uh, American-owned. And when America owns stuff, they change things around and they change recipes and, and such. I'll tell you a good story. Did Did you know that Olive Garden actually is technically not an Italian restaurant?
2: No, I don't eat Italian food, so I wouldn't know anything
3: about Olive Garden. And uh, and the reason a lot of people don't like Olive Garden is because their food actually is made in a microwave. It's not cooked to order. It's actually reheated. So that pretty much gives the Italian food a bad rep. I don't, I don't know if, I should, if
2: I'm allowed to say things like that, but uh, who cares? If it's my show. I'll say what I want. I just think it gives. <laughs> I just think that it all tastes the same.
3: Yeah, you've the got a point there. Is, there is some uh good Italian food out there that is pretty good. I don't know, nah, I just like Italian food, bit. but what are some of your other favorites?
2: Just Mexican food. That's about it. I just don't uh, eat Italian mean, that's food. Where we food have just to I just don't I don't eat, eat I-
5: Mexican
3: food.
2: I just don't eat Italian food because it makes me sick.
3: Yeah. We're pretty opposite then because uh Mexican Mexican food Mexican food Mexican food makes me sick for weeks.
2: Yeah, I just stick away from I do
3: like Italian a good Spanish food. rice, though. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's pretty awesome. So me and you both have our fair share of restaurants that we uh, that we like. So it'll be cool to hear from some of our listeners. But I pretty much think that we uh, covered all our segments this week. I think it was uh, pretty fun. So it was a a great show. Is there anything else that we should mention, Jeff?
2: Well, that was it. Just how I despise the Italian foods. I think it's all nasty.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, everyone decided to their opinion, so I won't uh, be mad at you for that. Okay, so I think we're going to go ahead and uh, take our first and final commercial break of the evening. When we come back, we're going to get ready to uh, wrap up this phenomenal show. So this commercial break is being sponsored by our paying Sponsors, they help keep the ACE network premium. So, this commercial brick is being sponsored by Akari CLS USA, SK International Aquarium Supply. School of Fish, Inc., and Cheesecakes by Design. And we're also going to hear a commercial for a podcast that my friend uh, Dakota Network, Mr. Andrew Sensky, hosts. And it was a wonderful show. It aired last night. And if you're a big fan of paranormal, please check it out, the Dakota Hour, or excuse me, the Paranormal Hour on Dakota Network. So when we come back, we're going to have a couple of announcements, and we'll get ready to end this wonderful show.
7: Hikari offers a wide selection of aquatic diets to help you and your fishy friend find success. With more than 137 years of aquatic experience, Hikari was the originator of species-specific diets long before others thought it was important or trendy. And the first to bring unique products to fish keepers like Algae wafers, the world's first diet specifically formulated for Percocinus. Micropellets, the world's first micro-coated aquatic diet for tropical fish. Saki Ikari, the world's first probiotic-enhanced diet for koi, goldfish, cichlid, and now turtles. And BioPure, the world's cleanest and most nutrition-packed frozen and freeze-dried foods, industry trendsetters when they were first introduced. When you're looking for the best aquatic diets your hard-earned money can buy for your aquatic pets, look no further than Ikari. Your fish and your wallet will be forever grateful.
2: ST International Cramp Supply is a proud sponsor of the Aquatic Wetline Podcast, as heard here live on the ACE Network. ST International offers aquarists a variety of fine aquarium products, including filters, heaters, aquarium feeders for your fish. We offer the best planted aquarium equipment on the market today. You can even become a member of our website and receive discounts on our products anywhere from 5 to 20% off. So come check out ST International Aquarium Supply at www.st.international.com or call us for more information at 1-800-900-8288. For orders over $175, ST International will ship your order to you for free. So come check out ST International today.
0: School of Fish Inc offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in Western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best alive stock from freshwater to saltwater and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish, food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today. School of Fish, Inc. located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts. And we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, closed Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc. That's School of Fish, Inc. See on Facebook for exclusive deals specials and see what's new
2: Are you looking for something creamy, moist and decadent in your life? Do you have a sweet tooth? Well, cheesecakes are the answer for you. Cheesecake by Design offers you a wide variety of cheesecakes and some wonderful flavors. At Cheesecake by Design, you will find a flavor just for you. Whatever it be, a red velvet cheesecake, a strawberry cheesecake, or a cookies and cream cheesecake. We have tons of flavors to fit your needs. We ship fresh cheesecakes all over the United States, straight to your door. So next time you're hosting a party, a family get-together, or a cookout, and you need dessert... Order a delicious, moist, creamy cheesecake from Cheesecake by Design. Our cheesecakes are always homemade and made with the freshest possible ingredients. Check out our website and call 336-525-5120 with any questions or to place an order. Are you interested in the paranormal? Do you find it interesting when people tell ghost stories or tell you stories about things that have happened to them that they cannot explain? Then if you are, join me, Andrew J, on the Dakota Network as I interview paranormal investigators, cryptozoologists, and everything paranormal. You won't be disappointed. So please feel free to come over to the Dakota Network. That's Dakota Network on Blog Talk Radio. And listen to me live as I interview these interesting people. I will have paranormal investigators on there that are going to share EVPs. They're going to talk about some of the more interesting stories they have. So please come over and check me out. You won't be disappointed. And thank you for your time.
3: Okay, we're back here live on Saturday Night Main Event, live exclusively on the ACE Network. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in to today's show. And also thank you to our wonderful sponsor for providing us the opportunity to host a two-hour show here on Blog Talk Radio. And we have our first caller of the evening live right here, on the Saturday night main event here on oh. East Network, hi, you're now live on East Network, and thank you very much for calling in. Can you hear me? Yes, Hello? I can hear you. sound perfect. Hi, Andy, how are you?
2: Okay, I just got a couple things I have to bring up real quick.
3: Okay. It, okay.
2: First off, you keep pronouncing my name wrong. It's not Sense Guy. It's Sensky. I don't know how many times I have to tell you that. Doesn't it sink in or something?
3: Okay. Okay, Mr. Andrew
2: Sinskey. And number two, your co-host, Jeff, saying Italians are stupid and stuff or something like that, the food is stupid. Jeff, you need to go to culinary school or something because I got some of the best food around. If my father-in-law was live, he'd come <laughs> out and kick your ass,
3: buddy. I ain't yeah. joking. <laughs> yeah, I got someone to back me up, 'cause because he was kind of pissing me off during that time. I mean, <laughs> this is a I don't know
2: if I can listen to the show again. You
3: keep saying my name wrong and you keep messing with Italians. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know you. You'll you'll keep tuning in because you like me.
2: <laughs> Who said I like you? You keep saying my name wrong.
3: <laughs> okay, Mr. Finsky.
2: There you go again. <laughs>
3: Just kidding. <laughs> I did have to piss you off. But I know it's Andrew Fensky. So you're laughing. You are funny, huh? <laughs> uh, okay. I don't mean to piss you off, Mr. Andrew Fensky. You're pranks!
5: That's how you do a prank, Alex.
3: That's pretty good. That's pretty oh, awesome.
2: That was good. That was good.
3: <laughs> what did you think of that, Jeff? Well, I
2: thought it was funny, but Italian food still sucks.
3: Yeah. I don't know how to respond to that right now. I'll have to think about that. But uh, it was a pretty good show, and I want to say thank you, everyone, for uh, listening to this wonderful show a big thank you to uh, all of our listeners listen live to the show i had a lot of activity in my chat room and i am very thankful for all of our live listeners And I want to thank Jeff for being a great co-host, even though you pissed me off tonight. Um, Have a great night, everyone, and happy Mother's Day to all of our wonderful mothers out there. This was a great show. And remember, Saturday Night Main Event is going to be broadcasting every other Saturday. So next Saturday I have a night off, but uh, I will be back in a couple weeks, and we're going to have a stellar show. And I think I have something epic on that show coming up. So I can't wait for that. I, I think I'm going to have a live guest for that show. So I'll just say the epic news is that I'm looking at having a live guest that I'll be interviewing on our next Saturday Night Main Event. So what a great honor. Now tomorrow we have a new series debuting here on set, on uh, Ace Network called Sunday Funday. And that is where I will actually be talking about general stuff and I'll be playing music. And such. So make sure you guys tune to that tomorrow at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. So, uh, Jeff, thank you for being a co host tonight. You did a great job, even though you managed to piss me off. No problem. (laughs) Okay. All right, uh, listeners, thank you for tuning in to today's show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget, today's show can be found right here on Blog Talk Radio, YouTube, and also can be found on Stitcher and iTunes so with that being said have a great rest of your Saturday thank you for tuning in and good night saranara ladies and gentlemen goodbye thank you for listening to the Alex Cardinelli show here on Ace Network Alex hopes you enjoyed the show Please check us out every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern for our weekly talk show that will cover anything and everything. Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern for Chef George Hour. Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern for our fun Saturday Night Live. And every other Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern for Cooking with Alex Cardinelli, where you'll get tasty and delicious recipes. Share today's show on your Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus account by copying and pasting our show URL to your account so that your friends can listen to our awesome talk show. Have a great night. Alex Cardinelli's show on Ace. it's now off the air and show. This podcast belongs to the Ace Network, Alice Cardinelli Entertainment Network. It may not be reused, redistributed without permission from Alice Cardinelli himself. This podcast was recorded live from the Springfield Massachusetts studio and Ace Network.